0: In the words of the legendary Luke Ellerman, "Hello, dog fans, and welcome to the Sound the Siren podcast." Because every, I am your host, Hooligan Seven. I am joined this evening by UWF Mac, UW Leah, and J Cap. Uh, we are doing a little something different and just doing a freeform kind of happy hour pod. Um, everybody, <laughs> I'm missing something. Somebody's got to fill me in. No, you good. Keep going. You Sounds great. I didn't laugh at my own joke, so we can't be playing bingo.
1: <laughs> I'm laughing yeah. at the fact that the that our center square last time was sound issues, and you had one right off the bat.
0: <laughs> better, better, better.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Test, test, test. All good. All right. Well, um, we'll start with uh, with stupid tweets. Uh, who wants to take the first one? I Leah, can. go ahead.
1: I know you had one. Yeah, yeah. Let me, uh, let me just pull it up. But um, there's a guy over at Oregon, shocker, who says a lot of dumb things. His name is Sco Mike B Michael. Ugh. Blech. And he and J Cap had a really, really delightful back and forth earlier in the month of June. And Michael Black said, "Ain't he the one who started the Troy Flankin to UW rumor?" j responded, LMAO, no, he isn't. Perhaps before you mouth off saying dumb shit looking like a Walmart brand, Jim Gaffigan, make sure you actually know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> and uh... Michael Black says, Jim, who the fuck? Don't nobody know who you're talking about, old man. And, I mean, first of all, Cap, you're you probably need to go hide out somewhere because you're probably wanted for murder. <laughs> that was such a savage ass Slay of that guy Like props
2: I also so, like, think it's funny that he called again? me an old man And I'm pretty sure I'm Significantly younger or at least a few years Younger than
0: he is Or yeah <laughs> We don't know the the patchy beard Hides or <laughs> Who the hell knows yeah. He acts like a, like he's about 12
2: <laughs> I had another run in with him today On his other account that he pretends that he doesn't run FQ pack 12 and this guy seriously, it's just getting really annoying and Kelly at Castleberry jam. We shout him out all the time. Try to, or pointed out again that he tries to sneak these digs at Kelly through his other account that he doesn't know that we know he runs or doesn't try to hide that he runs. And then I, I made another comparison with him and, uh, samuel tarley which as hooligan aptly pointed out that it's kind of being mean to samuel tarley because he's at least right sometimes
3: <laughs> dude who uh, said? somebody said on like in the group chat somebody said sean king too and yeah. i was like dude this guy is like the love child of like jim gaffigan and sean king is fucking <laughs> hilarious and he He's a, I I don't know why this, what bothers me on his like Twitter account is he tries to present as like, like an African-American dude, like his picture. It's like, and someone like Sub K, thank God, like Sub K called him out on it. It was like, why are you trying to present this way? It's clearly not who you are. And he actually like deleted his account for a little bit and then came back with like a little bit different vibe and energy, but he's still like in the same way. It's just a weird, yeah. his energy mm. is so weird, man. And I don't even care about the organ thing. Like, fine, we got the rivalry. Like, that's all good. Um, and I would call UW accounts out the same way, but like, his sure. energy is so we weird. Do. It's so we weird. Do. Yeah. Like, I, I would, I would call out UW accounts that do this too. Like, don't try to present as something that you're not. Um and he got and he fought on it too. Like he didn't even he was like, Oh yeah, this is the way we talk in Florida. I was like, dude, your profile picture and like the way you're trying to represent yourself on Twitter is super like cringy, man. Like why are you trying to be something you're not? Yeah, I'm I don't kidding. know. That's if well, you when you go to Oregon,
1: we're... something you are is some, is someone with no titles. So I guess it I guess it makes sense why they try to pretend that something. Yeah, happens.
3: falls in line, right? It's like he's trying to be some trying
0: to be something he's not. It tracks. Yeah. Well, and I was gonna you know to echo F Mac what you were saying. I mean, we called out UW accounts the last episode we yeah. ran about, yeah, t- like, you know, Dogman sixty seven getting it into it getting into it with Cooper McDonald, like, or you know, yeah. Go Dog ninety one that tweet the same thing. Like yeah, Jeff. every potential response, but, what's that yeah, guy's name? Potential... Jeff, Jeff, Jeff something,
2: yeah, like, Emig. And then Jimmy Washington liked Jimmy the tweet, <laughs> Jimmy liked Joe Husky's tweet. Oh my god, <laughs> that was so fucking good! Oh, Shout, out, of,
0: if, Shout out to Jimmy.
2: Lake. I know you're listening,
0: yeah. Or, yeah. Or we know we see you on Washington Wednesdays, we appreciate it, coach. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, speaking of getting things, uh, basically completely wrong. How about uh, how about those sun devils? How
1: about them, devils? Antonio
2: Pierce for president.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: I don't worship hey, the man. devil. I don't worship the devil again. Yeah. It's, about
0: it's winning so the right that's thing And I'm a good this Christian. This stuff is man. so
3: obvious. This stuff is so obvious. Like you yeah. have a college program that hasn't really done anything in their conference. I mean, it's like Tennessee from last year, right? All of a sudden, they're pulling all these recruits, and it's like it just doesn't. Pass the sniff test right like it's just obviously something is going on they're pulling people from all over the country they have done nothing in their conference they have no reason to be doing that it's just like when are like when are people going to figure out like this is not this is an obvious thing right Mm
0: -hmm.
2: yeah and to i can't remember who pointed it out i think it was christian ryle in the group chat was saying that even though they're getting all this consideration from these big name guys, they haven't gotten anyone outside of really Larry Turner Gooden, um, which is a big name prospect. um, Yeah. But even though they are getting all these looks, they're not getting picked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And Jaden. But yeah, I mean, you saw them go from basically nothing to being considered by all these top tier players from all parts of the country that, had they had no business getting even any sort of consideration they're getting in top fives top threes with these elite schools and um it it doesn't doesn't make any sense so it it kind of like i can't i think it was wilner that put it on twitter was like this is my shocked face like
0: yeah exactly
2: everyone could see this coming
0: yeah i mean and i will say shout out to the to some of the asu fans that i've seen recognizing it and and actually kind of complaining about it i'm like if we were breaking the rules and we still ended only ended up with the 37th best class in the country, what the hell are we right. doing? Yeah. Why are at we least, cheating? At least Why do it right. Cheating.
1: At least be like yeah. top 10.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, granted, you know, they were going to take a little, you know, it was expected for them to have at least a little bit of an uptick given that, you know, the, the wide, you know, rumors that, you know, their previous coach just couldn't read. Uh, so so <laughs> at least was a step in the right direction there, but Did you see Um, the story
1: that, like, the accusation that Keyshawn Johnson brought out that, like, someone on Herm's uh, offensive staff basically didn't get the offensive coordinator job and he left for a pro job, and then he basically, like, was a whistleblower?
0: Yeah, that's what happened. It was like
3: a former staff member that blew the whistle on it, basically, right? Right.
0: And and I think, um, and I don't know if he was on staff, but at one point I think he'd interviewed for the O line job. Kevin Wyatt, who was a former Seahawk, um, was not, and an alum from Arizona and then he's aired seemingly seems, their dirty laundry um, it'll be interesting I, I think like to um, if this was all uh, speaking of you know or maybe not full on stupid tweets but questionable tweets if this is all that George Reister was talking about um, I would not call this like changing the, the landscape or the dynamic no. the whose legacy is West. ruined ASUs that didn't have one to begin with exactly so, that's the point um like, and I mean, even like that, I think is an interesting thing. Like to me, like if there is more to that, it it's, I mean, I, is it really a like, does SC even really have a legacy right now? Clay Clay Hilton is a fucking joke. Like, like would anybody mm. be surprised? No, he's
3: good. Him? He's good. They should extend him.
0: Yes. Extend hey, him. Hey, they just
2: pulled that five star out of Georgia. I don't know how yeah, he's no keeps doing this shit. Yeah, it's, There's well, no reason or no like proof to show that they can do anything with it. But these kids keep going there. And I... Shout out Marlon
0: Tui Peloto and Johnny Nansen.
2: Facts.
3: Yeah, they're good at selling. I mean, but they're good at selling. And like L.A. has like national appeal outside of USC, right? Like L.A. is like yeah. a thing, right? So they have stuff to sell. It's just like, it's just like, it's not like, I mean, it's like Oregon, right? Like who goes, who wants to spend four years in Eugene, (laughs) right? Like nobody, nobody, right? But it's a, it's a a Nike, it's the Nike brand. It's the, you know, there's stuff there, right?
0: Yeah. Oregon won't ever get popped for it because, because of Phil Knight and because of Nike that would cost the NCAA way, yeah. way too much money. And, and I, you know, they would never do it. There was another, there's another chat that I'm part of. And, and I think that the broader consensus with the exception of people that really don't know what the hell they're talking about is that in the scheme of things, yeah. Or Arizona state will get punished, but in this, you know, it's going to be a slap on the wrist. Okay. You know, maybe a couple of bowl seasons, but, if, or, you know, a bowl band, like they're probably not going to do a whole hell of a lot this year anyway, because wow they're one of the most frequent programs in our conference that shows up like, hey, they're going to be the hot team. They're going to win the South. They're going to be content for the conference, and they win eight games. on, And that's, like, the best they do. So.
3: Yeah, and if you're, like, a coach, like, Herm Edwards, like, and I'm not saying he is, like, the, like, mastermind or anything, but, like, what's the downside? He can go get, he can go back to ESPN and be a commentator or a color guy or, like, you know, whatever he wants to do. Like, he can... He can go back and you know do SportsCenter. center and what's the what's the downside for him to try to push the boundaries on recruiting, right? Like he could he can get a job anywhere. <laughs> like he go he could go to Fox, like he'll be fine.
0: Yeah.
3: And then yeah, the, the whatever whatever's left over will stick to ASU, it won't stick to him.
2: Yeah. So I mean it was mean.
3: Pete carroll kind of the same thing right like he left usc and went to the seahawks and a
2: Nothing lot of that to him
3: yeah none of that happened to him like it he it happened kind of quote unquote under his watch right same thing with Herm. like he'll be fine oh he'll, he'll land on his feet and so that's the thing where the you know ncaa too is like the the downside is really not that much right there's a slap on the hand step on the wrist if you kind of self you know, whatever um, you know, self-declare that there's been a violation. And Ellis, you did that. They won a national championship, and then they self-declared some kind of BS violations or things like that, and then they, you know, had a couple of down years, and then they'll be right back in it.
0: Sure, and and I also think it's good, and and why I ultimately don't really expect much to come out of you know the punishment is that you know in an era where we're on the verge and it's depending on how long and how quickly the state legislatures pass the legislation for name image and likeness like the what what's considered an illegal benefit is going to completely change in the very 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 near future Mm -hmm. so it's still it's um I think the thing that really looks bad is that, that they were completely that number one, they were one of the programs that had so much of a COVID problem, preventing them from playing games in the fall, and then to completely just flout, like, even at a, at a certain level, it's just like, you've had an outbreak in your program, have the human decency to be like, hey, we probably should be pretty cautious about bringing kids to campus. Or to Airbnbs in the southeast. Yikes. <laughs> Um, anybody else have anything on a s u um i'm I'm certainly interested the only other addendum was that I think it one of the things I said said multiple programs at a s u seem to see who else um outside of the football program was uh playing a little loosey goosey with the rules
3: yeah i mean I'll, it's not surprising right like you knew someone was gonna try to take advantage of the situation with covid and you know, official visits, things like that. Someone's going to try to push the boundaries there. So it's unfortunate that the, you know, all the news cycles are going to be around ASU and the Pac-12 because they haven't really done anything.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think the next thing we could touch on briefly, and I think um, I certainly am not prepared to, to completely dig into the film from the commits that we've stretched, um, but definitely, do, you know things are happening. Woofs are happening. We got Devon Banks, a late add to the twenty-one class, um, looks to be a pretty good athlete. Uh, who else am I missing? I know we talked about Parker in a previous episode. Uh, Did oh, we Mark talk about Naboo. Mark Naboo? Yeah, Mark Naboo and no. uh, and Vega. Vega, big yeah. big gets. Yeah, for sure. And and we'll really dig into those in in a future one, um, but kind of is. Uh, anybody else? Let's let's just open the floor, and we, we kind of touched on the sports stuff. Let's let's pull on just open the floor to, to happy hour discussion. We we ran our first, or JCap ran our first bracketology, uh, yes. a couple weeks ago. Uh, I we got was, so much shit for that, but I don't even care at all.
2: I was that was yeah. the point, JCap. That was yeah, the that's point. Yeah, like starting making, fights,
1: making some really really questionable takes just to start fistfights. That's exactly. The, that's the JCap way.
2: It's kind of true, kind of true, <laughs> and I will admit there was heavy, heavy bias in my seating. And as DJ will n- never let me live down.
1: You know what? <laughs> I had to throw it out there because you know I was getting—he right. I was a little nervous about the the Frozen slash marijuana battle, and I had to I had to subtweet it and say like, hey, you know, guys, if you're voting for Frozen, that means you think that the Olive Garden is authentic Italian cuisine, and that got a bump moana that's but true moana lost.
2: that was the most voted yeah. on one of all, I, all the polls I could that i did
1: not i could not lose to dj shout out dj
2: <laughs> yeah it was less frozen versus moana and more leah versus dj <laughs> being honest
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i certainly think what the final was what peter pan and jungle book right no uh, it was lion a, king oh, lion king, oh, lion lion king. king and Lion Jungle King Book, right? and Jungle Book, and oh, Lion yeah, King yeah. absolutely boat raced. Yeah, Jungle Book, which is, which is to be somewhat expected. I, I yeah, I was a, like Peter Pan in the final four is, uh, I think maybe a product of of how it was seeded or who it was, and I don't remember each of the the steps in its in its journey.
1: Yeah, um, blame the bracketologist for sure.
2: Hey, 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 hey. I mean, I mean yes, it, but it was a seating issue.
3: It was definitely yeah. a seating
1: issue. And, I think we definitely the committee, which is
2: mm-hmm. I feel like me. the softball mm-hmm. committee,
1: yeah, definitely softball committee for sure,
0: yeah, but probably still in the scheme of things, much better than the softball committee. Let's not, <laughs> true, oh god, let's not throw ourselves that That's far true. under the bus. And you know um, what?
1: Shout out to the guy on Twitter who saw like the new um Pixar seating for top Pixar films and said, oh, that by the ringer. And mine were better. And I was like, Yeah, so
2: although I did catch Wally some heat for not including one. Wally. I caught some heat for not including Wally yeah, but, at all, as you that, should.
1: That's fair, but yeah. Wally is also not the number one Pixar film. Let's just be honest about. I that. know.
2: I don't know that's how. A, no, it's not.
0: It. It's.
3: There's an argument, a fair argument, that it should have been in the in the seedings, but
0: for sure. it was not.
3: It was not making the final four either way, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. For sure. Speaking of, there's a new Pixar movie that came out today. Just watched it before we started the podcast. Pretty hey, good.
1: Hey, hey, J-Cap, where's it? Where is it based out of? Italy. <laughs> 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 like low key, it's basically like the Little Mermaid set in Italy, not gonna lie.
3: Yeah. Yeah, basically. It's good though. It's great like though. It.
1: It's really cute. I like it. My my daughter and I watched it for dinner tonight and it's cute.
0: It is. So. Yeah, I'll have to give it a watch. Um and I know I will catch some heat because I think the next bracket that we'll run and we'll run it from the main Sound the iron pod um, is one that, you know, uh, Leah's got a ton of expertise in this area and is going to have. Oh, to yeah. She's so well versed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're going to do superhero <laughs> movies and, and there will definitely be um, some uh, <laughs> seating chair or seating committee chair. Oh, my God. Influence. <clears throat>
2: yeah i think that's that awesome. one we definitely, we definitely need to um do a group seating on the and
1: we've got the superhero a, the works we've got a we've got an office episodes one that's in the in the works too and that's gonna yeah. be an absolute banger that that's gonna be gonna amazing get a lot yes for sure so yeah the office hive busy. on twitter
2: is is active
0: oh so
1: yeah something to keep us busy in this dead period of no uw sports until August, yeah, whichever. for real. So, yeah, yeah. What you to... can,
0: in all likelihood, expect from, from us in terms of Husky talk is, we will uh, probably hit you know as recruiting updates come through, we'll celebrate them. Um, we'll probably as we get closer to the season, maybe do a, a quick revisit to, uh, to our predictions and as things have changed, if we decide that we want to yeah. move things up, I, I certainly, um, I'm certainly a lot more confident <laughs> in the Arizona State yeah. game than I was. Also, the Colorado uh, game. Yeah, um given their starting quarterback transferred to Oregon State. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Shout out Jonathan but, Smith.
3: Yeah, no kidding.
0: Facts. Yeah.
2: For sure. Um where They're beating the Oregon run? again, by the way.
3: Oh yeah, that, for sure.
1: It's it's in it's in Eugene though. I don't know.
2: True. Mm-hmm. What are the odds that Oregon gets swept by all the Washington and Oregon schools this year? Zero. Please God. <laughs> That yeah, would be the greatest. Be just... Wazoo. They, won't, you know, they won't lose to Wazoo, it, I mean, but if it I'm would be honest, amazing.
1: If I'm being honest, I would much rather watch the Coug go into Autzen and beat Oregon than the Beeb, because the Beeb just beat them. But, like, I, I love the fact that Oregon gets up for Washington and it cannot get it together for Washington State. And meanwhile, we have what should be probably a, like an over 12-year streak if it weren't for Sark being drunk. We should have a mm-hmm. well over 10-year streak against Washington State, and the Ducks can't figure it out. So, and yet they say that True. they have an elite defense. So it's just so fun to watch that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, truly, elite defenses, you know, end up, you know, seventh in the conference in passing yards allowed. And, I mean,
3: their defense is awful. Up-
0: Shout out to Duck, you know, you know, hey, you know, you know, University of Oregon, it's DBU, you know, turning fourth rounders into or fourth four-star players into sixth round picks. That's right. I mean, I We're I said proud it of to that. Uh, I I said it to one of our favorite Ducks on Twitter early, in in a different chat earlier this week about he was trying to clown us about um Devon ba- the Devon Banks commitment and I and I'm going to put I'm going to put a stamp on it right now and I'm going to say with our staff, we're going to turn him into a higher round draft choice than any of the, than the highest player at the def, at defensive back. Book market, book market,
1: right now, book market.
0: On the record, um, in terms of brackets, we're also going to hit cereal, Seattle restaurants, uh, candies. Uh, I forget if we talked about anything okay. else. I think that was all that we
2: had planned mm. for now. Okay. We could
1: do something, maybe like
2: oh, Leah wanted to do a cookie one. Yes. Yeah.
1: And I mean, like, just for the record, if you guys have followed me and J-Cap and Hooligan on Twitter this week, there was uh, two polls that I put out there. One that was, oh, you stand food takes. for, do you love, which do you love more or hate less? Kale or oatmeal and oatmeal boat raced kale. Sorry, J-Cap. And then Ouch. Hooligan had a very, very hurtful take this week that he doesn't like guacamole. And I have a "It's okay, guac." I'm extra two shirt on for those of us who can't see. And uh, I mean, it was a closer poll. It was only seventy five percent said that guac, only. guac was amazing.
0: I, so I'm not. I'm not saying that they're all wrong. I'm. Just, <laughs> no, I'm maybe I partially am.
1: <laughs> so we all but like to their takes. own. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, it's okay to be yeah.
3: wrong, hooligan. It's okay.
0: I am all the time. That's okay. Uh, th- 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 Leah will verify. I-, I had very optimistic hopes for us in 2019. Oh That's <laughs> Gu- Gu- yeah, I, I think That's I true. predicted a double-digit win season, and but I didn't really believe that Pete Ooh. was going to start opera singer and fuller. I- so.
1: It gives me great joy to accuse Hooligan of duguing. I love it. Sometimes he goes full dug, and I enjoy it.
3: We're all guilty of it.
1: That's right. If that's we're being right honest, we that's absolutely true.
0: But none guiltier can... than DP.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, he's the best, Duke. He is my favorite. Shout out, DP. We miss you.
0: Yeah, Tugs. Tugs
3: can put on a good Doug hat that's as true. well. Yeah, Tugs we miss sure. you. Sure. We miss you, Tugs. Yeah.
1: We can talk about Larry Scott and his parting shots on the way out the goddamn door. Oh God.
2: Oh.
3: I, it's like
2: I just want to be done with that guy. Yeah. Like, I don't want to talk about him still anymore.
3: Here? He's like, like really? he's like Voldemort. It's like let's not mention yeah. his name. Just like no, let's not mention I'm, his I'm
0: name. I'm gonna fucking... modify something I've said he's before. garbage. Hey, Larry, shut the fucking fuck up. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> and fuck the yes. fuck off.
3: You're
1: still For here? real.
3: It's over. Go FTFO. <laughs> go do something else. Yeah, go do yeah. something else. Like you're a failure.
0: Of epic proportions. Like, just get yeah. the fuck out of here.
3: Um, hey, and that's okay. Like, you tried something. It didn't work out. Now move on. Like, don't throw programs under the bus because you couldn't figure it out. You couldn't get the Pac-12 network, like, on TV. <laughs> like, the bar was not that high. The
0: conference that, is, the conference that is based on the West Coast. And how much of the entertainment industry is based in Los Angeles? Anyone? Anyone? Uh, or you know, a lot. yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, just his like his really, really tone deaf takes about how how he was such a great advocate for the conference. When we all remember that, like, we had the Huskies in, you know, I think at the point that point contention for um, a playoff spot in 2016, and ESPN went on live TV and ate cupcakes to mock our schedule. And Larry's response was to do absolutely nothing in defense of that head coach. When they openly called him cantankerous on the air. Is he cantankerous? Yes. But you don't say that on the air. No, so.
0: Well, and the, the the whole ESPN, I think we could do an entire pod about how full of shit ESPN is. Like, Oh,
1: God. We could do when, a series you know, on that.
0: When college football, I mean, and this is something I think broader scheme, and, and here's here's another potential pod conversation for an episode is to talk about like changes that we'd like to see changes that are happening in college football that fucking shouldn't. Um, But like college football schedules, they're set six years or, you know, some of these deals are set six and seven and eight years in advance. And when we'd signed the deal with Rutgers, Rutgers was coming off. um, I think they'd had a double digit win season, Um, you know, and like when shout out, hey, you know, the other university of W. Um, you're not UW Wisconsin. Fuck off. Um, we
1: need to trademark that shit.
0: Um, you know, they signed the deal I think in the the mid to late Sark era, and then all of a sudden, when Pete had us rolling, they're like, "Oh shit, we don't want to. We don't want to go out there. We're going to get our asses handed to us," um, or, or at least you know they they were hoping for a you know a hey we beat you know a, a power five school and not like hey wait a second this actually was going to be a competitive series. Um, it's just. I mean, like, I think college football should be scheduled much more like college basketball. Is and I think done. that
1: what we learned in COVID is that we were able to schedule the Utah game last year on a week's notice. We can do this kind of shit. We can't. I mean, Less like, it's not ideal. It you was like can... Tuesday. That's, that's right. Because we didn't know because we were trying to hear back from BYU, who separate issue. Um, but it's possible. And we're just not... <laughs> Any team, any time, any place, all right? Just not Washington and Seattle, all
0: right? Speaking of BYU... Kicked our ass in our house the same year before. Uh, Speaking speaking of BYU,
2: does anyone want to talk about the fact that they're trying to use Built for Life now as part of their... No, they did. Yeah, as part of their uh, uh, NIL legislation, branding, whatever, Tom Holmo's Cougars Built for Life initiative. Nope. Yeah, so, fuck you, BYU. That's ours. Yeah. Yeah. It... I
1: just, I, I like it. I, that was probably one of my favorite things about Twitter on, like, in-season last year was that oh, everybody yeah. in the conference, even though they hate us, everyone hates BYU more than they hate Washington. And we just all came together to just dunk the shit on him. Well, so, and it was wasn't so just a
0: conference. It was most of the country was like, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. when. Kirk Herbstreet is defending Washington and dunking on BYU in the same tweet? Something yeah. going on.
0: Yeah, for real. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah, anybody have anything else they would like to discuss or should we just call it a night or or should I go get another beverage and, and find another topic? <laughs> I well, mean,
2: we got a pretty big, uh, big weekend coming up next weekend for... Yes for UW recruiting visits and, mm-hmm. uh, football. And that could yeah, be, you uh, have to
0: talk about that. I'll be right back.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've got a lot of guys coming in. It's, uh, camp weekend. So rising stars, a kicking camp, dirt dog camp. Um, we have a lot of, um, official visitors coming in, unofficial visitors. Uh, but right now I think the official visits, were Emeka Megwa, Benjamin Morrison, Ben Roberts, Ryan Otten, uh, Tevarua Tafiti. Um, I know there was some talk about Lance Holtzclaw coming in. Um, but yeah, there's going to be a lot of guys. It's going to be Jimmy's really first big visit weekend since becoming head coach. So it'll be really interesting to see uh, what they do with it. I know we had JT in on an official visit, and they pulled out all the stops for him, as they should. Um, But this will be the first big group weekend of Jimmy's tenure, so I'm really, really interested to see what happens with it. Um, We had been teased earlier in the month and at the end of May by Acrop and a few others that we could see six woofs in in June. Um, Mm -hmm. And so far, I think what we got... We got Vega, we got Naboo. Um, Banks, Banks was... No one expected that one, though. That Mm -hmm. one came together within a matter of days, so I don't count that as one of the six, so I'm still expecting four by the end of the month or hoping for four by the end of the month. Um, I think we'll hopefully see Megua, uh, Ryan Otten, um, maybe Ben Roberts, and then kind of a a floater in there um, who could be really anybody. So, um, if anyone has any other predictions or anyone else that they heard might be here next week, go for it.
3: No, I think, uh, I think Justin Glenn is like, he's making trips nonstop to Office Depot to get that white butcher paper for our photo ops. Like, <laughs> he's going hard getting the white butcher paper. Like, okay, let's get the old school camera out. Let's get the white butcher paper background. Let's make these photo ops really pop, you guys. Jesus Christ! What I want to know: can was... we really? Can we? Can we try any harder Anyways. to be terrible at photo ops? Like we have people that are coming in. I don't care if it's an unofficial visit. Like we see shit that like Tennessee is doing, that like Georgia is doing, that like all of our competition even, is doing. He's in fucking
2: Arizona. Make, like, I was about to say Arizona too.
3: Arizona, like. This is not that hard. Like we're the is this, effort Is this a
1: marketing thing, or is this a football program thing, or both?
3: It's both. It's like it's both. I mean, we're not think- even trying a little bit hard to make these photo ops cool. It's so sad. Where it's like you're clearly in some sort of an office space, and you've thrown up some white butcher paper, and then you have someone that has a shitty camera to take a picture, and that's what these recruits are posting on
0: Twitter. right Right. yeah and it's and it's like one thing that i think a lot of those pictures are being taken because they're going to use them for future edits because i think it's easier to but but it's still like well and the other thing and i i don't remember where i saw it but back even when sark was our coach we had something that was a lot flashier and made a statement and i don't know why the fuck we're not using it or or why we dismantled it or I'd rather they
3: I'd rather they not do it, honestly, because in comparison, it looks like really embarrassing.
2: Yeah,
1: I feel like that's a might be a carryover from the Pete era where it just felt like, you know, we can't try too hard because that's not that's not our brand. Our brand is like, you know, we win and we don't need all this stuff. It's like you might not, but but the recruits do and you need to meet kids where they are.
3: Yeah. So don't, yeah, but, so don't do it. That's my point is, like, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to half-ass it, if they want to do a photo shoot, don't throw up the white butcher paper to say, hey, we don't do that. Like, you know, let's do something right. else, right?
0: I mean, and even when Pete was here, they they did mo- more of the shots, like, with the coaches because I saw Jimmy in a couple of those shots. Those were done in front of one of the things in mm-hmm. Club Husky on in the South Grandstand. Like, yeah, That's at least, I mean, it's not doing anything like what the other schools are doing in terms of, you know, neon lights and, you know, basically a mock-up of what the, like what the highly rated prospects for the NFL draft are, are walking through in those little vignettes on draft day. But God, do something like, yeah, it
3: takes, it takes actually some, like some planning and some foresight to, to make that happen. And it's like, Literally, someone in the department is like, "Okay, we're coming into this office. Like, hang up the white butcher paper, get the camera out." It's like, "No, don't do any of that. Do not do that. Yeah.
0: It'd Take be better to say field. no."
3: Take, yeah, go to the field. Go out to go the go down lake. to the
0: dock. Take it. Yeah, exactly. Go to the
3: dock. Like, dre- like literally, use the same shitty camera. Have them dress up and go out to the dock and have the water in the background. We have this like very stale office environment and it's just like oh my god you guys like really i'd rather you not put this out there
2: right and i mean and it's so it there, takes it's,
3: it takes so little imagination to make it better that's the frustrating thing yeah. it takes yeah. so little imagination to make it happen in a better way it just to me it comes off as laziness which is frustrating
2: yep. Yep. yeah
0: i mean and, and i think it, it oh sorry go ahead, J-Cap.
2: I was just going to say it comes off as, as lazy and also just like we act like we're better than that, but we're not recruiting to the level that we should be if we're better than that, quote unquote. Um, so, I mean, it's like you said, FMAC, it's not hard to, to figure out a way to do it better. And there was a report coming out of, I think it was like the end of spring or something like that, or whatever it was, uh, that recruiting budgets were going up right across all sports. And nobody's doing anything different as it relates to recruiting photo shoots, recruiting edits, or anything like that. It all is pretty much the same. And if it is a carryover from Pete, this was Jimmy's big shot to kind of change it all up and do it his way and um, put his own spin on everything. And that
0: was and the difference we were sold about. yeah, why exactly Jimmy right. Be, it was going to be a level up. We're going to be quote unquote attack people.
2: mode all the time and and rolling out the white butcher paper is not attack no. mode at all times
0: no it's, and it's not, not the, like
3: actually that that takes more that takes more time and resources than actually just walking them out to like the Mont Lake bridge jesus christ like take have someone stand on the Mont Lake bridge and take the picture or like on the dock something like that like
2: it, or even just you, on like the seriously
3: gasp. stop going down to office depot to buy the white butcher paper fuck stop it
0: well yeah, you got to get that shit from stop Durham, it, you man.
3: guys <laughs> I'm done with that. Stop it. No. For, it's so and, ridiculous.
0: And the the part that makes it really frustrating, I think also to me or as as you guys have been talking about it is, you know, when Pete, you know, w- you know, obviously we still have a ton of connection to Pete and and how Pete presented the program and about how how much this is going to be, you know, that the program isn't necessarily for everybody and it's going to take a lot of hard work to to accomplish, you know, everything and and it's about built for life and it's like being built for life means everybody in the program has to be working hard and not doing the minimum viable thing. Of, like, okay. I mean, it's not even minimally vi- like to to use like a you know a tech industry reference. Like, it's not even an MVP. It's not even a minimum viable product. It's just throwing something completely slapdash that makes us look like shit. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Think- so, so
3: don't do it. So either exactly don't either do like, like to your point J cap like either like be above it and say like listen we don't do photo shoots and, and that's bullshit like we don't do that like this is not about photo shoots this is about making you into a professional athlete and if you want to chase clout go somewhere else fine but if you're going to do photo shoots don't half ass it like do it and do it right, the right yeah. way
0: We'd rather you have 10 minutes talking mm-hmm. than 5 to 10 minutes posing with a hipster with a fucking mustache.
3: Right and
2: true.
3: <laughs> but
0: be about it's like, that. They, like, they
1: don't know, like, to me, it just kind of speaks that they don't really actually even know what their brand is that they're trying to do this. Like, this isn't what we do. Okay, great. Then, like, make something else. Figure out what that yeah. is when the, when the recruits come. But don't try to do things that you think you should and do a crappy ass job at it. That's exactly.
3: If you're if your brand is like the blue collar, like we don't care about the clout, we don't care about the marketing, like fine, then maybe that's your brand. And that's okay too. Right. Um, But but don't like but don't dip a toe into the oh, yeah, dress up in like the latest thing and we'll do it in the coach's office here and we'll throw up some butcher paper and we'll take a picture with whoever has an iPhone, you know, take a picture, please like (laughs) Let's not do that. <laughs> don't do that. Fine. If that's not if that's not your thing, if it's not your thing then don't then don't be that cuz then it comes off as like it comes off as like inauthentic and fake and you just don't care. Just don't do it then. It, and that's okay. Like I would be totally fine if Jimmy said, "Hey, we know we're going to buck the trend. Like we don't care about like the fancy photo shoot. Like we want dogs who are going to work hard, who don't care about the clout and the marketing and blah blah blah." And yes, we have like the NIL program and we're going to lean into that. But this is not the thing. This is not the venue for that. Like I would be fine if they were going to lean into that. But now, but we're kind of in this weird in between space and it comes off as really fake and stupid.
0: And I don't think that, but I, you know, and I, I also think like, I think, I don't know, like, I don't, I think Jimmy gets it. I don't think it's a, I mean, I think it's, you know, in some ways, I think it's a product of his, you know, he's a first time head coach, and he, it's his first time in the top chair. And I don't like in terms of delegation, be better performance out of the marketing department in the program. And in the department as a whole, it's like it, Jimmy shouldn't have to do all of it and think about all of it, like people have to get it beyond Jimmy about how to market the program. I do want to quickly kind of, you know, I'm, I certainly, there was, you know, a, a brief interaction that I had on Twitter this week with um, with Brian mm-hmm. Boucher, who's our head of marketing, um, who evidently I was, there were a group of us that were talking about bringing back a new, you know, new era as a licensed cap provider. Um, and it looks like, or at least there sounds like there might be some movement on that, which is music to my ears for, for everybody um, like myself that's got a giant head <laughs> and needs the higher crown hats that the, the 5950s have. Um, i will say on the flip side of that in terms of a mark which we've switched over to adidas we're supposed to be their flagship program we've seen absolutely no proof of that whatsoever yet and above all and one of the things that i am just i can't believe it got missed we've we changed our font all of the, the fonts on our uniforms and the numbers are different but we still kept the nike fucking font in the end zone it's like, it's not hard to having, like, and if you're going to go for a corporate, too. yeah, if you're going to go, if you were going to go with the corporate model of having a corporate style brand and font and logo, it's got to be across everything. Yes, we need to lean in and have gear coming out with the retro logos, but font stuff, the font in end zones, get, this is not hard. This is easy. This is low hanging fruit. Mm -hmm. I mean, like if we're a flagship program, we need to be seeing more merchandise. Like, like, I just don't get why. If, you know, we're terrible, we're We're terrible at marketing.
3: It's obvious. (laughs) We're really terrible at it. As
2: a athletic,
3: as, as an athletic department, we're really terrible at it. That's the whole point behind my stupid Twitter handle. We're terrible at it. Like, we don't yep. prioritize it. Like, we... And it's not, and on, Jimmy. Actually, like Jimmy, like it's not on Jimmy. Like, Jimmy... It's not on Jimmy. He's a, foo- he's a football Washington. mind. Maybe it is it is the brand, but it's accidental. If it right. was intentional, that would be one thing. Hey, we're blue collar. We're not the flashy shit that other programs are. That's fine. But that's still an intentional decision. We don't do that in marketing. But we are kind of like... A rant. We... we we just kind of dance in a lot of different buckets right now, trying to be cool, but also trying to be the blue collar thing that we don't chase clout. We're not marketing flash. Like we kind of dance in a lot of different buckets. We're not like, let's commit, let's have a marketing strategy. We clearly don't have it. That's the most, that's the most frustrating thing to me. And like, that's.
0: But but if we were going to lean into that blue collar, That, to me, would be, like, really, really, really significantly leaning into tradition and having, like, very, you know, very traditional, not, like, flashy, not let's do the iridescent stripes on the sleeves, let's do all of it, like, I mean, I don't get me wrong, Adidas, relative to what the, you know, the the piles of shit that Nike gave us the last fucking time, Adidas is a step Uh, up in the right direction, for sure, and I mean, and I get that there's part of it where there is still very much an old seattle want to like they, we're not going to puff our chest you know we're we're going to just do what we do and we hope that we get recognized it but then but the, the the other part of it is that you know the traditional seattle passive aggressiveness and that we all get butthurt when we don't get recognized when we're great which is why i think and or at least it's my conjecture that the reason that the legion of boom landed so well and why Richard Sherman was so beloved is because he was one of the first big athletes into Seattle to say you know what I'm the fucking best I'm gonna show it to you and then I'm gonna tell you about it and everybody here loved and loves him and would welcome him back in a heartbeat like that we have a, we, we've talked about it before on the pod the University of Washington the city of Seattle we have a lot going for us and it doesn't have to be flashy and it doesn't have to be the fucking Ohana uniforms at 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 you fucking bullshit. So, the pandering, pandering. stop yeah, it. Exactly pandering. We just need to be and present as a like and put what we I are about out there.
1: The university needs to decide how we message that across the board because I feel like that is, I mean, yes, so like it's a football problem because it's like that's our flagship program, but it is a university wide program, problem rather for the program. And that the, from the top down, Jen, all the way down, need to figure out. How we talk about ourselves across the board, but starting with football, absolutely. And they do a crappy ass job of it from the top, and that they just like they're kind of like, oh well. It's like no, it's not a well.
3: It's
1: no, a it, huge it's job. literally
0: what you're, you're paid for.
1: It's exactly, you're paid it.
0: to grow the fan base, to grow the brand, to bring in revenue and profit. Because the more you do that, the bit, the more successful the, the less you're potentially ever going to run the risk of money out of the general. It is literally. Mm-hmm of everyone in the end the person that gets it clearly everybody needs to figure it out and talk to heather tar that's right she understands how to sell the university how to sell the individual uniqueness of her her you just look at
1: like the twitter handle that's operated by udev softball when you compare it to every other um twitter handle with the university athletic department it is far and away the best one they give, they give you material they're, they're they're tweeting during the game they're like they you know making gifts it's just it's great. Every other sport on campus needs to take a lesson from her.
0: It, yeah, it's like I mean the, everything else that's being run like it's still 1991 and we don't even mention 90. I mean so help me God I'm gonna <laughs> if we don't get 91 throwbacks this year.
1: We won't, Hilligan. Like, so prepare your rant now. Prepare right. your rant now. It's not going to happen.
0: Of course it's not, because it's fucking obvious. Um, I feel like I've been talking <laughs> at somebody else, <laughs> else it <laughs> or on any other matters.
2: Um, I was just going to say something about the photo shoot thing uh, to go back mm-hmm. to that. Um, <clears throat> for the unofficial visit stuff, we keep seeing those ones that, that we kind of had shared earlier today with Micah Chen and his visit in the white butcher paper. But then you also have (laughs) the like putting that next to Josh Connerly's visit. Um, and those photos from an unofficial visit, which were in the locker room granted, but they were done really well. They put his brother, his little brother in the uniform with the helmet and they posed together. And, um, Doing They're the really, ice in the veins, shouting yeah, out exactly. Exactly. the Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and they they can do it. And that's a, the crazy part about it is that they know how to do it right. Even if they don't do the super flashy stuff, you don't necessarily need all that to have a great photo shoot that's done well and really mm-hmm. high-quality stuff that kids love. Obviously, Josh really resonated with that. Um, and his family did too. But the fact that we're only doing that for the the big name kid, which I get, but also like, you got to do that for, for it's everybody. It's a bad look. Because, I mean, you, it's you a see- bad
3: look. Like Oklahoma had a guy on an, on un, like unofficial visit recently. And there was a, some photos and they were fucking fire, man. Like they exactly. were exactly. And it was like, why, why can't we do that? It's not that hard.
2: Yeah, it really it needs isn't to be done that much everybody. extra
3: effort. We should do it for yeah. everybody that comes on campus. I don't care who it is. Like, even if it's someone that we're not going to offer, they're going to post that. Someone else is going to see it. Like, it's yeah. It's just so you don't know who, right? me, it's who like their basic. teammates are. Yeah, you don't know who their teammates are. You <laughs> exactly. don't know who looks up to them. Like, it just should be like a way that you treat people.
0: Yep, absolutely. Right. I mean, I think. The the idea that popped into my head briefly is, like, how the like almost the mantra or the attitude that I would hope that our entire department develops. Let's look at the chant. Look at look at the tunnel chant. Like that's how we need to act. Dogs are motherfuckers dead. motherfuckers say who? Act like it. Say what? Exactly.
2: I mean, it's okay it's, I mean, to
3: it's okay to have some like hubris like that is okay. It's not. we don't yeah. have to be allergic to that like attitude and persona. like that's totally I feel okay. Like
1: there's a maybe this an attitude within the apartment that says hubris means that we're like um, the the braggy type programs that just constantly talk about themselves like at Oregon. It's like the difference between us and Oregon is that we actually have stuff to back it up. We can do that a little bit. They do More it, and they have no title. players
0: right now than That's right. anyone else in the damn conference. We
1: have, we have lots of things to hang our hats on. We have like NFL players. We have national championship. We have a world-class university. There are so many things that we can hang our hats on.
3: And it's okay yeah, to we shy, we shy away from it.
2: Yeah, I feel yes, like we, we do we that thing where we, we list we all the stuff that, that we, we have. have. We list the resources that we have. We list all the, the draws to the university that should be pulling these kids in. I feel like every pod, every other pod, we do the same thing because they don't fucking get it. And they don't know how to, to market it the right way and do it the right way to get these kids interested in, in playing at Washington. For whatever reason, it's like they, they don't want to.
0: And it's it's literally, it's like, it's not even a full step. It's like, here's all of the resources, all of the advantages, all of these pieces. And here's what this means for you. And if we take that big... If you can get to a point where 2019 is the hiccup, and we win double-digit games again, we're in the conference championship game again, we go play in a New Year's 60 game, and it, it, it clearly, like it's like okay that was the one blip in the radar pete was burned out whatever you then build on it and just take that attitude like we up here's the proof why we can't start landing higher tier and i'm not talking about recruiting ratings it's how far we end up you know going down our list or how many offers we throw out at db when we develop defensive backs like we do it's flabbergasting Mm -hmm. and and again it's it's not braggadocious it's not capping it's not saying that you know yeah we had four defensive backs taken in this year's draft and like yeah you had one that was taken relatively high and the other two were six rounders and then one was a undrafted free agent that's complete cap that's not like we try sometimes too hard to be oregon in the ways we shouldn't Mm -hmm. and not be and we definitely don't be washington in the ways that we should Yep. (laughs) Definitely
3: a rant. Definitely a rant pod. All right. That's good. It's good.
0: I will say, I would, I would be remiss. um, We also should give a shout out to uh, to Tina Langley and her. That's right. Um,
1: They um, are cleaning up
0: transfers. um, I. I would expect, you know, health allowing at least a, you know, middle, con- middle of the conference finish. Um, That's not what you told me
1: earlier in the week, Hooligan. You said top well, four. You,
0: you know, well.
1: <laughs> the Duke. Yeah,
0: I, I was Duke again.
1: The Daily Duke. Duke. <laughs> no, Duke um, totally, totally accurate, though. I think that, you know, he, she pulled in a transfer out of Baylor, who... Baylor won the national championship a couple of years back. Um, she has started quite a few games at Baylor. She was on the bench this last year. She's playing behind some. She's playing behind some kids who are starting in the WNBA, so that makes sense. And also, just like it's clear, she was an academic uh, all performer in the Big Twelve. So clearly, the University of Washington was a big allure for her as a, a master's candidate here. I expect Trinity Oliver to start. I expect her to contribute about 5 to 10 points a game. I expect her to play 25 to 30 minutes a game and improve her assist-to-turnover ratio. It was about 1 to 1 before. Um, But I was super excited about that, super excited about the kids we were able to pull over from Rice with Tina Langley's help. And, um, you know, obviously still fired up about the Katie Faulkner hire. I think she's just hitting the ground running with recruiting, and she's also pregnant, so Shout out to her, growing a human and also recruiting. That's legit. So um yeah, super fired up about that.
0: Yeah. And I will I will also <clears throat> to, to briefly touch on, on softball. Um, for those that are that were kind of either turned into the sport or, or became or their fandom was accelerated by the run this year. Um, I think on ESPN you, July thirty first, one of our twenty twenty two commits uh, I believe her name is Ruby Maidon out of Nebraska is going to be playing in a game on, in, in an all-star game on ESPNU, um, pay attention, you know, keep an eye out to that, it's going to be, you know, it's it, the same thing happens every year, it's, it's somewhat of a quiet period, we'll get some commits and, and the, the 2022 football class will start ramping up, but there is stuff going on, we'll try and keep you all informed as best we can, um, but you know, lots of good things to come, I think there's a couple arms in the way on softball, I'm super oh, excited quick. to see. You.
1: Shout out to Kelsey Plum. 32 Thirty two points for the night. Like
0: Kelsey plum being Kelsey.
1: Uh, Kelsey just be Plum doing plum things. Just like just legend, beast mode. But that's like her first time kind of having a vintage Kelsey Plum U kind of shooting night. So and she's playing for, you know, a team that doesn't truly appreciate her talent. So shout out to Kelsey. She's working her ass off in Vegas. Yeah. So
0: And they're winning. Well and and also yeah. shout out to Kelsey for um, qualifying for the Olympics with a in the th- with a three on three team. Yeah. Uh, with Katie Lou Samuelson and Stephanie Dolson. You know, apologies for the Yukon reference there, Leah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um oh, it, uh, I didn't dig into the, the while of it, but it sounded like also a bit of a uh, forehead to forehead or at least a a close conversation between Kelsey and Sabrina the other night so there's a bit of a rivalry there so that could be um we'll something to watch. to watch for for plum fans going forward um i think that will will about wrap it up unless anybody else has anything else that they want to just shoot the shit about
3: yeah I'll, I'll do a shout out um so leah you mentioned like growing human beings taking care of other human beings i just want to say like al dewey i got you <laughs> I'm going to pay my taxes so you continue to have health care and can benefit from government services. I got you. I got you. I will take care of you. I'm going to pay my taxes. I, think, I love I you, you both. Just... I love you both very much. I'm going to take care of you.
1: <laughs> I think you just, you broke just literally broke j
2: Yes. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs>
2: I thought that was going somewhere very different. <laughs> Dude, it just caught like, me really off guard. Like, is this a pregnancy I was,
1: announcement?
2: I, <laughs> that was really it good. It is.
3: I'm, adopt, I'm officially adopting Alan Dewey. It's official. The paperwork is going through. I'm so happy about it, you guys. I just. It's like I'm adopting two other children. I'm so happy.
0: So so, so, so DJ's not it. the only one in the fam- in the in the STS crew that's got a, we're a growing, growing family. Congrats our, our F- growing children. Yeah,
3: it's gonna be like John and Kate plus eight. Let's go, <laughs> Al. Let's go, Dewey. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I've got space in the house. Come on in. You know.
2: <laughs> Don't say that. Change, they really gonna, will come, though.
3: We're gonna change a few things, but that's okay. Let's make sure it's gonna, be, is, it's gonna be It's gonna be for the accepted, better.
1: Just make sure that no one can look you up. Make sure your address is protected, you know?
3: <laughs> Witness oh, protection. Shit. Oh shit, there's a knock on the door. Oh wait, that was quick. <laughs>
0: there's empty beer cans at the shower where Dewey's been there. Uh,
3: damn it. <laughs> oh no. I'm gonna have to recock that shower for sure. I'm gonna seal it up for sure. Love you guys. Come on over. I got you. We got pro we got pro we got lots of programs. We're gonna get you guys right.
1: Wow!
2: Oh. oh Jesus!
1: Man, well, you know, speaking of that, you know, just like wanted to give a shout out to all of the dads on the pods, Father's Day weekend, so fmac Jcap. J Cap.
2: Yes, DJ, I've got two new
3: sons. Let's go, Tugs. Tugs. Father's Day coming up.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got to show off the what? What uh, do we and I'll get you for Father's Day there, F Mac? Oh, Hopefully absolutely! They get you get some yeah. good swag. Oh
3: yeah. I expe- I expect I expect my sons to come through with a little appreciation. For the taxes that i'm paying just a thank you would be great I don't, it doesn't have to be anything special just so like a dm is fine whatever you guys want to do
0: and and coach like we know you're listening we want to know what what, <laughs> uh, what lake uh what coach leach gets you for father's day <laughs> uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes also i want to know that the toboggan that miles gaskin wrote into the end zone in 2018 what is what is that guy giving What's he up, what's he up to?
3: <laughs> <laughs> what's he up to? Oof.
1: <laughs> Stone cold, snowy, takes rough. the sand.
0: Uh, Alright, well, everybody, thanks for listening to this wide-ranging and, uh, and new format. <laughs> Um, I think we'll leave you with that because I can't speak any further. Yeah, uh, thanks for listening, GoDogs. Leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your po- to this podcast, um, and we'll be back soon. Say who? Say, Say what? what?